0: Hello, and welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond, a podcast from the Lakeshore Museum Center. Today's podcast is going to take us along the coast of Muskegon County to explore the history of lighthouses along Lake Michigan. Lighthouses themselves date back thousands of years. As long as there were seafaring people, there were navigational beacons. Before there were clearly defined ports, large fires would be built to help guide mariners. As these fires moved higher and higher up cliff sides to be seen from a further distance, structures were built to contain the flames. Archeological excavations in India show that there was a structure for navigational fires as early as 2000 BCE. The first written record of a manned lighthouse comes from a Greek poet around 600 BCE. Michigan has more lighthouses than any other US state. With 3,200 miles of coastline and active commercial and recreational maritime activities, this makes sense. Lighthouse historians estimate that Michigan had over 200 lighthouses at one point in time. Currently, there are 129 lighthouses in good condition throughout the state. Most are still active beacons, while some have been decommissioned and converted into museums. The first lighthouse in Muskegon County was built in 1851 on Muskegon's South Pier. It is unknown exactly what this lighthouse looked like, only that it was a brick structure with a wooden light tower. A U.S. Senate list of lighthouses in 1854 stated that a single keeper tended to the Muskegon Light for a salary of $350 a year and that the lighthouse was lit by six lamps. On September 23, 1859, William Monroe assumed the position of keeper. William passed away in 1862, and his wife took over as keeper. She held that position until her resignation on May 5, 1871, making her Muskegon's only female light keeper throughout the history of the lighthouses. The need for improvements to Muskegon Harbor and the lighthouse. Was great, and local citizens took action in 1863. The Muskegon Harbor Company was organized, and they straightened the channel from Lake Michigan to Muskegon Lake by putting in slab piers. In 1870, a new one and a half story wooden frame lightkeeper's dwelling was built and painted white. It was constructed with a short, square wooden tower on the front side, rising above the gabled roof, and topped with a cast iron lantern room. The next year, a beacon light was built at the end of the pier, extending out from the channel on the south side with an elevated catwalk. As time went on, the piers were extended even further, and a foghorn structure was built with an elevated catwalk to connect the beacon light to the foghorn in 1899. The current existing Muskegon South Pier Light Conical Steel Tower, replaced the wooden beacon light in 1903. This new pier light utilized the original historic lantern room from the 1870 lighthouse structure. In 1927, construction began on the breakwater entrance to Muskegon Harbor. The Muskegon South breakwater light was temporarily established in 1929, and the new tower and foghorn were completed in 1930 to mark the outer end of the breakwall. In 1931, the Muskegon South Pierhead Light, Foghorn, Catwalk, and Extension were removed, and the piers were shortened to the length that they are at today. The second lighthouse built in the county was at the mouth of the White River in Whitehall. In 1866, Congress gave $10,000 for a lighthouse and harbor improvements to the White Lake area. In 1867, the Michigan legislature passed a resolution calling for its senators and representatives in Congress, quote, to use all honorable means to procure an appropriation of money for the completion of the harbor of White River, end quote. Their effort was successful, and $57,000 was appropriated that year for improving the harbor. This was added to the $10,000 that had been granted the previous year for a lighthouse. In 1868, the lighthouse board noted, quote, the harbor works at this place are not yet sufficiently advanced to warrant a final decision concerning the character of the requisite buildings and their exact site, End quote. In 1870, Congress passed an act requiring all non-permanent appropriations had to be spent or contracted out during the year they were made. As a result, the $10,000 appropriated in 1866 a lighthouse at White River reverted back to the U.S. Treasury. William Robinson, the light's first official keeper, began his service in 1872. Noting that no dwelling had been provided for the keeper, the lighthouse board requested $4,000 in 1872 to remedy this problem. Construction of this lighthouse began on August 28, 1875, using a Norman Gothic design that had been used on Chambers Island, Wisconsin, and would later be used at several other Great Lakes locations. E. Rhodes, a construction foreman for the lighthouse service, oversaw the work, but keeper William Robinson pitched in and did some of the masonry himself. When completed, the lighthouse consisted of a tower set in the northwest corner of a gabled roof, one and a half story dwelling. Limestone was used for the foundation and yellow brick for the rest of the structure. The tower, though square at its base, has beveled corners midway up to create an octagonal form. Work on the lighthouse wrapped up on December 28, 1875, and the following April, the district lampist arrived to install a fourth order Fresnel lens in the lantern room. Keeper Robinson activated the new light whose characteristic was a fixed white light varied every minute by a red flash. The period of the flash was reduced to 40 seconds on December 12, 1892, through the fitting of another flash panel to the lens. In 1902, the light's characteristic was changed to alternate red and white flashes with 20 seconds between each flash. In 1919, 87-year-old Keeper Robinson was told that he had to retire. And let William Bush, his grandson, who had been serving as his assistant, take charge of the light. But Keeper Robinson wasn't going to leave the lighthouse he had called home for 40 years. But as the inevitable became clear, Keeper Robinson fell into a depression. And it seemed he willed himself to die before he had to leave his beloved lighthouse. An old newspaper clipping details the end of the saga Quote On the final day of his stay at the lighthouse, he died peaceably and quietly. Hundreds of people whom he had aided in time of trouble came to grieve with the family, for Captain William was more than an honored resident of the White Lake community. He was an institution, end quote. The White River Lighthouse was deactivated in 1960 and turned over to the General Services Administration. Fruitland Township expressed an interest in the property in 1965, and the government agreed to sell it for $6,250, half of its appraised value. The Sylvan Beach Association, comprising owners of nearby vacation property, raised the necessary funds, and in 1970, the White River Lighthouse was opened as a museum. In 2012, the board of Sable Points Lighthouse Keepers Association signed an agreement with Fruitland Township to operate the gift shop and museum at White River Light Station. The final lighthouse in Muskegon County is the one on the Muskegon South Breakwater. The construction began in 1928, and in 1929, the superstructure for the light was constructed and lit in 1930. New navigational equipment was added in 1939. The South Breakwater Lighthouse, with the technology it began with, never had a keeper with a dwelling nearby. On November 17, 2005, the Muskegon South Pier Light's contribution to Great Lakes navigation was recognized with a listing on the National Register of Historic Places. In 2006, the South Breakwater Light followed suit and was also added to this National Register. In June of 2008, the Muskegon South Pierhead and South Breakwater Lighthouses Though still functioning, were deemed excess by the Coast Guard and were offered at no cost to eligible entities, including federal, state, and local agencies, nonprofit corporations, educational agencies, or community development organizations. On June 17, 2010, it was announced that Michigan Lighthouse Conservancy, a lighthouse and life saving service preservation group, was the new owner of the South Pierhead Light and the South Breakwater Light. Though owned by nonprofit groups, both the Muskegon South Pier Headlight and South Breakwater Light are still active, working lighthouses to help with maritime navigation. Two of our lighthouses in Muskegon County are open for tours. The White River Light Station is open for tours May to September, Tuesday to Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The Muskegon South Pier Headlight is open for tours Memorial Day to Labor Day on Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 1 to 5 p.m. They are occasionally open at other times, so contact the Muskegon Lights organization for more information on tours of the South Pier Headlight. Thank you for listening to this episode of Muskegon History and Beyond, a podcast from the Lakeshore Museum Center.